You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Business Hour. And this, this is a very special business hour. This is a vitally important show and it's all about elections and the next election coming up in November as well as future elections. And uh, like you were mentioning, listening a minute ago, that uh, there hadn't been a change in I guess since they threw rocks in a bucket in Rome or something. <laughs> something uh, like that. Very, uh, very, I, I agree with you completely, David. The uh, the challenge, and I am the executive VP of operations for Redo Voting. Um, we, we have got virtually the same way of voting that we have since the 1800s. It's a piece of paper, it's marked, or it's clipped And we out. know how that turned out. <laughs> and it's been, you know, we've been having challenges with elections since then. So what we want to do is take that argument away, and either a candidate wins or loses on the real vote with one person, one vote, and that's it. Right, and and one of the things what a I, novel thought. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> and and one of the things that I want to emphasize that Liston just said is that not only is it one person, one vote, we've absolutely attached a chain of custody to the ballot to the individual voter, such that they can be positive their vote counted. So anybody that says their vote does not count is wrong. So not only that, we'll give you the results if the election ends at seven p.m. Well, then we can give you the results f- as fast as the Secretary of State can press the go button and you can have your results at 7.01 p.m. That, that's, I think it's just absolutely amazing. And your old re- website is redovoting.com, correct? And absolutely. If any, and this, you know, we've, we've talked enough now that, you know, I'm certainly not raising my hand that I'm an expert on your old software by any means, but you've convinced me that it is bulletproof. And that uh, it's gonna it's gonna work, easy as that. It's gonna work. It will. Uh, and the question is, you know, there's a, and, and we're working on it. There's an old saying, the old saying about build a better mousetrap and they'll beat a path to your door or whatever. <laughs> True. But the the one thing that they leave out of that old saying is the fact that uh, not only will they beat, but they have to know about it. And that's what we're doing. We're telling folks about this, and we're going to be uh, putting out uh, out on Facebook and Twitter, and then uh, more and more shows here at America's Web Radio. And we want to encourage people, for the moment, if they have a question about redo voting, they can email GM at America's Web Radio, and we'll pass it straight on to you all. Absolutely. And uh, we'll get back to them quickly about what it's all about. And as I found when Brian was in the first time, uh, we talked about the fact that whether it's um, state or federal, state, county, or even local cities, even Mm -hmm. small cities, can use the software for their elections. That's correct. And um, they should should use it. And it's so simple that uh, 
You want to tell us about some of the simplicity of I it? do. I do. Um, and one of the things that I want to drive the point home is this is the system in, in this way of voting literally fits into the life that you know now. So everybody is used to seeing QR codes all over the place. Everybody's used to drive up COVID testing centers. Well, your ballot is going to use the same tech scanning technology. You only need a web browser. You only need a, uh, something with a camera. So it's not an app. I want to drive that point home very, very crystal clear. It is, it's an infrastructure. It is unhackable, and it fits into the way you exist today. So anywhere, depending on the state, anywhere you go to buy, excuse my language, but cigarettes and beer, you can find a ballot. It could be a, a government building. It's up to the state to decide. But that said, voting, the, the ballots are everywhere. They'll be everywhere. There's no reason not to. So when this, the, the nice thing about this is that if you have, let's say, the city of Sandy Springs, the city of Johns Creek, the city of Brookhaven, wants to do a bond referendum, well, it's nothing for any member of the city council to literally set up a poll and ask his constituents on the fly, in real time, hey, what do you think of this? And he can get feedback instantly. It, 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 they get their way. Another thing that I want to stress is that everyone sitting at our round table and basically everyone involved with redo voting is a veteran. And uh, we support our veterans and we will be supporting you all and we have in in case uh, I get a headache we got a medic over <laughs> there on, on on the side not just a medic he's a really weird medic he's a former <laughs> special forces medic and then he special got special forces medic. He, he is a special forces medic so he wears that funny green hat but he's all he gets a lot more weird he um he went to the Air Force, became a PJ, and then he got really stupid and went back to the Army for, the sp- for to go back to Special Forces. Am I wrong, Dave? I think that's, that's about You're right. You're correct, sir. He's, 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 kinda, he's our brain mechanic. He, we've got a lot of type A vets, and uh, he, he makes it humorous. <laughs> brain mechanic. <huh? laughs> no, I uh, respect you highly for your service. And, uh, you know, the... Uh, We've, we've done so many interviews over the years with, with veterans, and we certainly support veterans. And the fact that when I joined, I, uh, you know, I had this thing about uh, the guys that were uh, uh, trying to get out one way or the other and, and became, uh, uh, you know, they, they used all sorts of excuses, conscientious objectives and all this stuff. But many of them got sucked into being medics, and uh, they risked their lives as much as uh, For sure. Grunt did on the line. For sure. And and if you ever really want to piss off grunts, you know this, just screw with the medics. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, Special Forces medics are a little, they're unique because uh, we're the only ones that don't carry Geneva Convention cards. So you won't find a conscientious objector in Special Forces functioning as a medic. We're combatants first and medics second. Hmm. So. Well, you know, the old saying in the Army is everybody's uh, infantry, infantryman, no matter what what you're doing, you're still, your first line is infantry. The more guns, the better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice one. I, uh, I don't, well, I do it most of the time, not always, but uh, I'm very proud. I have a son that's a major in the Air Force. and uh, uh He's headed to Iraq right at the moment. And mm. Be there for a few months and uh, then back to his duty station in Kuwait for a while. But, uh, you know, he's, uh, and this is, you know, this is the thing that we stress a lot that folks don't understand that when you're deployed, 
it's not just you. It's your mm-hmm. spouse. It's your kids or whoever mm-hmm. else is involved in your family. They they are right along with you, and everybody's giving up something. And so we salute for sure everybody that served, and we salute everybody that's serving right now. And, for sure. We uh, we got I got off the subject of uh, redo voting. <laughs> how how has the uh, acceptance been basically and and I'm sort of asking a leading question uh, I can't imagine anybody being against it it we've gotten a lot of positive feedback um, the idea that we base a good part of this on the Lewis Act um, so that there's much accessibility and it's anybody can get a, a ballot um, that's a voter it's very impressive. What if I go in and get 10 ballots? Can I vote on all 10? You can take a whole roll like it's toilet paper if you want. <laughs> but only one vote's going to count because it's going to be tied to you as a voter. And it's going to be confirmed by your registration. And once that's done, if you want to vote eight or nine more times, you can. But those votes will be segregated mm-hmm. and it'll never get into the right. pile because it's one person, one vote. And that's all there is, right? And, and to to build on what Liston said, I want to I want to make people understand how ubiquitous this is. So all fifty states are compliant with a system called Real ID. If you look at your driver's license right now, there's a star on it. What that means is that license or that state state issued ID is compliant with. The, your state's real ID system. Gee, I thought Georgia knew I owned America's Web Radio. Yep, they will now. Sorry. <laughs> so what that means is um, when you got your driver's license, and, and, and in Georgia, in this case, there's fingerprints required. You were fingerprinted at the DMV. You were scanned into the system. So you're in there. So one of the things that we do with our ballots, which we talked about last time, and for those that don't remember, it's a, pa- it's a pamphlet-sized piece of paper. It's got four scratch-off uh, scratch off QR codes on there that nobody has ever seen before. Those QR codes are unique to you. They're unique to that ballot. They're serialized. And they're coming from the same printers that print the lottery tickets. That said, they're everywhere. They're ubiquitous. We put them out there. And again, this the way this is going to work is you go to wherever the government says to you can pick up your ballots, retail location, government building, library, school, whatever. If they're in that place, if they have if they have a scanner all in, in a, a screen, they'll scan the first barcode, which is in the bottom left of the ballot. And what that's going to do then it's going to you scan your fir- your first barcode. Step one takes you to a web browser, which is on a .gov, a government server. You confirm your information, and then you hit submit. Now you've just not only registered yourself as a voter, but you did your part to clean up the voting rolls. So we do this once in the state of Georgia. Our voting rolls are not only clean, they're exactly accurate. Something that we need to do to get all those dead people and all the people that like to make voting as a game, we can get rid of that too. So what's going to happen is when some, if someone stole your ID and tried to vote in your name, they don't know the information you put in when you registered that ballot. From, from the point on that you register that ballot, any other ballot is just immediately going to be set aside and adjudicated, and probably the person that tried to pass it off is going to get run down. And speaking of your son in Kuwait, so if I'm a voting officer in Kuwait, and I know that there are 3,000 soldiers, sailors, and airmen on my base, I get 3,000, 4,000 ballots sent to me. 
one big pile of ballots, and they're all the same. They all look the same. They all have the same directions. Mm -hmm. And on their election day, everybody comes in. We scratch them off. We we uh, are able to scan them into the system, and they're able to vote in real time. And so we don't have to rely on, like I did when I was in Europe, of mm -hmm. filling out a big piece of paper, shoving it back in an envelope, taking it through the Army APOAE uh, system, post office, and hope that it doesn't take two to three months mm -hmm. to get back. Right. Or if I'm sitting on top of a tank in the middle of the Iraqi desert or in Kuwait, um, does it get back in time to be counted? Mm -hmm. They get counted in real time. So if the polls open at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, then, you know, at 12 o'clock noon in Kuwait, you can vote. Mm -hmm. And in Japan, if it's uh, if you've got to vote in Japan, you vote a day early. Mm -hmm. Because, in their mind, because the times are all different. But you can vote in real time. And one of our uh, friends, Tom, who's working with <laughs> us in this, uh, he, he the, uh, the astronaut that came back with the Russians a few mm -hmm. days ago is a classmate of Tom's. And Tom, we realized that we could give him a ballot when he went into outer space, or two or three, and he mm -hmm. could have voted kind of in his local elections from while space. orbiting uh, from space station. the United States, or the world. Yeah, he, he was literally on the International Space Station, longest American ever, I think anybody ever. Yeah, yeah for a year or something. Yeah, yeah he could, and he could literally have voted on the space station. Now, here's the thing, I'm going to take it a step further. So when you have the grunts and the air finger quote, the others that go outside and they disappear for a month or two at a time, they can still vote on voting day because what happens is before they deploy and go wherever it is that they're going they register the way i just described to you anywhere as long and because of that real id compliance and it's in all 50 states so we can make sure all veterans can vote but these guys that have to disappear for a while they can get in they can register they can make their selections and then we can put it in what's called a digital container and you nerds out there go look up docker and kubernetes um, but it would put it in a digital container think digital tupperware literally and it goes into this digital piece of tupperware and it remains locked up and encrypted until voting day so what ends up happening is in the general in an election the military votes which might get counted after all the other votes are counted 7 a.m. in the morning, all 50 states, all their military votes immediately counted at 7 a.m. in one second. Wow. That's just incredible. You know, and I just can't see anybody being opposed to what you all are doing. You would Unless think. they wanted to cheat. You would think. So, and, and again, we're going to walk a fine line here, but there we we agree because the thing about this this system is it's open source software i email me i'll make sure you have the code it's literally there's no secrets here none the secret sauce however is the math and so we've what we've done is we've created a way to make sure that the every election is mathematically provable and by and, and we'll take that so far that if a Secretary of State chose at the end of an election he can release the entire all the election results in the entire and anybody that wants can do the math themselves and they will come up with the exact same math that the state came up with in their elections again open source code for all to see now there are a lot of people that say they want that transparency they say they want that auditability and security and the ubiquitous of voting but they really don't okay Brian is my name anywhere 
Well, when I get a ballot. Nope. Okay. Nope. So Not even when you register it. Pardon me? Not even when you register it. Your name, you become a SHA-3 hash, and you're, you become metadata at that point. Once you register, just the fact that you registered is it. Now, voting day, what happens is you get in, you log into the system, you are given a link that shows that you voted, but the state and the general public will only see that person X, whatever number that the system assigns to you, and you voted the... For your vote was cast for this person, but it doesn't, doesn't say who you are. It can never be traced to you. Okay. A number of years ago, I represented a, a couple of uh, different politicians, mm -hmm. which was an interesting experience. <laughs> but, um, you know, they would go to the county or wherever they were, and, and they were able to buy a voters list mm -hmm. uh, who Brian voted for. Mm -hmm. Listening voted for, and if it was Republican, then they'd know mm -hmm. you were, you know, you not anymore. So that's gone. Gone. The politician, what are they going to do? Some of them are terrified of it. Pardon? Some of them are terrified of it. We've already met those people. We told, we talked about that last time. Yeah. It, 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 there's some uh, interesting challenges with this whole system. Um, the early voting sessions, we can still do, we can still support the early voting sessions, um, especially if people feel a little uh, intimidated by yep. the technology. So you've got your polling sp station just like you do for any other early voting. Mm -hmm. They get walked through the technology by the poll workers. Their vote goes back in that Tupperware container mm -hmm. Brian was talking about. Mm -hmm. And now when the polls close... Their count, they're counted immediately. Mm -hmm. All the votes that were cast are counted immediately. So now you have, instead of seeing 1% of this county has reported mm -hmm. for the next two hours or 5%, you now see 98% or mm -hmm. 99% as of right now. Right. So there may be a few exceptions. But we could even deal with um, people with disabilities, mm -hmm. if they're blind, mm -hmm. or they have other challenges with right. voting. We can help them through that yes. as well. Um, and i, I got to mention, we're a lot cheaper than Dominion <laughs> because we don't have to buy By far. all the machines and then all their equipment and, and all support. those other things. So not only is this a safer way to vote, it's also a much more cost-effective way to vote. And we can save Georgia millions and right millions of dollars. Well, and on, on top of that, and it would it would enable any state uh, to take the savings in this system that they're no longer going to pay for the machine. So Dominion's business model will just say it. It's built on depreciating equipment, and they are trying to make the leap to an app, but they're not going to. Uh, just It's just not going to happen from a technical perspective. But that said... Well, and Brian, aren't apps much more... Uh, conducive to being hacked. Oh, what a great, what a great dive in the pool there. Yeah. So if it's an app, if you if it's an app, just forget about it. You're going to be beholden to big tech. I don't, so if there's anybody out there tossing the voting app, it's you got to go through big tech. We so, don't. So our system doesn't even deal with Microsoft. Oh and, man, fancy and, that. Nope. And Facebook and all the other big tech people that. Yeah. Or into kind of trying to change elections. It's a one hundred percent end around big tech, and that and that itself is where a lot of people uh, are real nervous 
and it's uh, that it's that right there because they can't leverage big tech censorship. They can't leverage the mainstream media censorship with this. Okay, now you got me really concerned about one thing, and that is where does the briefcase that they found stuck under the table? <laughs> Where does it fit into your old? See, there's no briefcase. That's yeah. the thing. <laughs> there's well, no darn. boxes. Nothing. There, there, there's. What we've done is so the way they're the way that the the systems out there now are set up is they're trying to use more technology and try to make the technology. And I'm going to be a little bit funny here. They're trying to make the technology more better. And I'm being silly, but every time they do that, it pushes the people's control of their voice further out, and it's beholden to tech now. So what we've done is remove tech. We made it simpler. We put it back in people's hands, hundred percent. So, it, 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 nobody has the ability to control that voice now. You know, I, I want to stress something that Liston said a minute ago. That I believe it was you, Liston, that said this will save the state. Mm-hmm. It doesn't save the state anything. It saves the taxpayer. That's right. And uh, the taxpayer will save money by having your all system. And you were talking millions easily. And, uh, Hundreds, hundreds million. of millions. Wow! So, and, yeah, and to take that step further, like we said, no longer you're going to have to pay for the, you don't have to pay for the machines. You no longer have to pay for the support contracts to take care of those machines and update the software. <laughs> and, and we know about that support. That's right. <laughs> and then so you have to pay for the people to do that support. What we what we would offer is, hey, state of Georgia, take that money you save, put it into social services to get it to the people who are in the assisted living homes, the senior living homes. The indigent, the homeless, because people. One of the biggest objections we get is, well, not everybody has a smartphone. BS. BS. Most people have smartphones now, and if you want one, you can get one. President Obama made that a reality. It's BS, flat out. So I, I work in a uh, at my church, and we have a ministry that is a food. We we feed people. Uh, we give people food. Approximately, you know, 180 to 250 families a week get food from us, anywhere from 30 to 50 pounds. It's a pretty great ministry. And one of the things I learned while I was there is there is an app that you can show people that are living, that are homeless. There's an app that shows where are the food kitchens, where are the mm-hmm. places where you can pick up food. Right. And every one of them that I've talked to, has a phone, mm-hmm. every one of them, and it immediately you can you know send that thing right mm-hmm. to their their phone. So I, I think the argument of no ID and no phone is no longer really a valid one in the state of Georgia. Anywhere, if you're to do anything from picking up a, uh, a Medicare, if to start your Medicare or Medicaid or to go to a bus or to get a check or to to open a bank account all these things require an ID of some sort mm-hmm. the state of Georgia gives them away free you walk in and say all I need is a picture ID I'm not I don't have a car I'm not a driver you can get that really mm-hmm. easily there's no mm-hmm. tests there's no challenges mm-hmm. so the argument of no IDs I think is pretty much been proven no longer active. So again, mm-hmm. with our voting, we we think that you know these people don't have an opportunity to do that, and I'm not sure how true that really is. I mean, you may be talking point zero zero one percent of the population, and then the question goes, 
if they were living here, are they really registered? Right. Do they really want to vote? And where do they really live? Biggest fear from politicians is the people actually say what they think. We've learned that. Take a quick break, and then uh, I'm going to nail Liston when we come back. (laughs) Oh, sweet. Make him squirm. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio with yeah, do it. Yeah. the folks from RedoVoting.com. And everything that they say is a plus. And, um, you know, it, it's just we've got to have this system. It's as simple as that. Now, because of the uh, day that we live in, and if you think about it, you probably have already guessed what I'm going to ask, Liston, but... Uh, Everything seems to come up and blow up, and they say, well, it's racist. <laughs> okay, how is redoing voting racist? <laughs> it's not. Nowhere on our votes does it matter what color, sex, gender, gender identification. It doesn't really matter. Um, nowhere in that does it have anything to do with anything. I think you addressed, too, the issue that they'll throw out the angle. It takes a smartphone. Well, and it doesn't necessarily take a smartphone. You can use a computer. Anything that's got uh, a camera-type application, you can use um, a tablet. Uh, multiple ways you can do it. And if you don't have any of those, you go to the poll, and they will have the tools in the state of Georgia to do it. All the state of Georgia would need is a couple of cheap laptops at the polling station. They already have. 
and they can put them in where those machines mm-hmm. go now, mm-hmm. and the directions are right there on it, and you read them, yep. and you can do the whole thing yourself. Let me let me take that step further and explain how simple this is. Let's just say the government, uh-oh, something bad happened, a city official, and you need to, I'm on the fly here, you need to have a referendum to be able to fill in for a decision that that person's going to make. Well, they could set this up on the fly, and... Um, in a government office, they could say, come to the DMV at such and such on Roswell Road at this time, and someone working the front desk can literally walk out, put a laptop on the table, and get a camera or use their own their own phone and start registering to people to vote. Just like that, they can vote right there. They can hand the ballots out right there on the spot, no problem. Everything to do this already exists in every building. A camera and a web browser is all you need. That's all over the place. One other quick question. Besides America's Web Radio, and I know you go into other mm-hmm. places, yeah. do you think the media is going to, the national media is going to pick up on it? Yes. We are already talking to multiple national media sources. Um, there are a lot of people that are quite ecstatic and excited about this opportunity to see that we're moving voting from, again, 150 to 200 years ago to the modern day. Because think about you know, the way we have integrated technology into our daily life. Mm-hmm. You know, 60 years ago, you had to go to a bank to get cash. Now we don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50, 40, 30 years ago, you had to go to the bank to make a deposit or you put it in an envelope and mailed a check. Today, most of us scan our checks and through our phones. It goes right into our accounts. I signed, I, I sold my parents' house with a, a contract on my cell phone um, when they moved here to assisted living. Uh, we do so much technologically that it used to require you to go and sit somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, meetings now that are global on, on computers. We have advanced every way except mm-hmm. voting. Mm-hmm. And now we're still going to worry about hanging chads <laughs> and we're going to worry about, well, did he circle that or did he exit? Is that really what he meant? Right. We don't need those arguments anymore. Right. What we need is at the end of the election when the polls close, you know who wins and at that point that argument stops. We can't fight about, I didn't lose, I'm not giving up, it's fake, it's not real. Mm-hmm. At that point, you say, okay, this is our new politician. He's going to be in charge or she's going to be in charge and we have to figure out how to work together to make this country great again true and that's what we we really want to take that argument off the table so you understand that hey i may not be in the majority here now we have to figure out how to work together to get our places and our world better to your all's knowledge do you have any competition Uh, Sure. Sure, yes. Um, Based upon the intellectual property rights we've been awarded, uh, we know that we're the only ones doing this this way. Um, And so much so that we know where, because a couple of us are pretty severe, obnoxious, ignorant nerds, I mean crazy (laughs) nerds, um, because we were able to secure patents, we know what we can do next. Um, We're several orders of magnitude ahead um, of anybody that would say they have a voting system that doesn't have a piece of equipment, I can guarantee you we're steps ahead um, to the point that we actually have, uh, and when I say infrastructure here, we have some 
equipment we've developed that is literally and then yet another end around big tech from a cloud perspective. So imagine the cloud. Everybody's heard that word, but uh, we've we figured out 2.0, and uh, it it is already concerned the government. But so we're we're well ahead. Now that said, the main competitors out there are th- companies like the one mo- a lot of people know, Dominion. There's Coil. There's ESS. There's several. Uh, their business models are are built around depreciating a piece of garbage equipment. And there are a couple of companies that are into the app stage. Right. And the challenge with the application is that is a place that makes you very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Our system will run the same backbone of the lottery, if you will, Mm -hmm. which has never been hacked, Mm -hmm. along with the government Mm -hmm. um, website. So as as you register, it's verifying it on the government government registry that you are a registered voter. It's not going through Microsoft Mm -hmm. or any of those other pieces of players to uh, say, yeah, this isn't this isn't who he says he is, and now big tech's getting involved again. Because what people don't, I'd like to interject a little something on this um, as well, which is, um, you know, we can't speak for the underlying motives of other companies, but we can speak to our motives, which has been touched on in this conversation, which is the voice of the people. Right. You know, and you brought up, uh, you know, the old practice of politicians purchasing, I think, their voter rolls, Mm -hmm. voter lists and finding out who people vote for and things like that. Well, there's another provision that Brian uh, touched on earlier uh, in this application, which is uh, a platform for elected officials Mm -hmm. and for candidates to be able to canvas the people Mm -hmm. in their districts to find out truly, genuinely what they want. So it brings forth honesty and it brings forth the power of the voice of the people. That's right. So we can say that about ourselves and that's our motive. Yeah, so to build on what Dave said, <clears throat> he's right. We so when I said we've got a few things in the work, we 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 have a social media platform that takes all the Facebooks, the Twitter, the Instagrams, the whatevers, takes all their functionality, puts it in one place, but our analytics are different. Our analytics are trust-based, asked and answered, verified. So the the toxicity of social media, we destroy it. But what we also enable is, one, yes, we can give incumbents a platform, but we also, because this is paid for by your tax dollars, it will give any income, any candidate their own, basically their own marketing platform for their campaign because this is fully social media en- enabled. They can do live streaming. They can do campaign events. They can use e-commerce. And it's there for the it, it open source and there for them to use. And yeah. I'm... I was going to say, and David, David's a very interesting member of our team. That's he right. Is, uh, uh, he's got his whole background in the SF world, and uh, he reminds us all the time of we have a higher mission. Right. And one of the things that we work with is his nonprofit that he is in charge of, and I'd like for David to just mention this a little bit, so because um, we care about our our, our brothers and sisters uh, come back from war. Sure. Okay. So, um, so the nonprofit that I founded, we uh, sort of partners with uh, with Redo Voting and uh, sort of the parent organization, if I can mention it, Stratum Zero, which was uh, it's basically a tribe of veterans who have come together, and uh, and so. TPF is sort of how we've rebranded right. Takoon Pastoral Foundation, which is um, 
uh, focused on making the world a better place. If you, I see you've got a cup right here that uh, mentions Israel right here. And so tikkun is a Hebrew word, uh, and a Hebrew idiom called tikkun olam means to uh, be in a constant state of repairing the world because the world is constantly breaking down. And so this is a mission, if you will. And so mm -hmm. uh, what tikkun does is uh, identify certain certain veterans who are exceptionally motivated to improve themselves and to make a difference in the world and come alongside and partner with that individual and empower them existentially, if you will, uh, to really kind of dig deep and find their purpose and how they're going to change and repair the world. And uh, Brian was... Uh, a constituent. Yes, a constituent, uh, our second guinea pig, if you will. Absolutely. Uh, to, to see what we could dig up and, and, and how to make a difference. And redo voting is... Mm -hmm. It's the outcome. The outcome, indeed. It's true. I've got to ask, I don't know whether to ask Brian or, or uh, Liston or Dave, but uh, anybody can answer this. Have you gotten a direct word from Russia or Putin that you've upset his apple cart? <laughs> you know, he hasn't talked to us yet, so we're, we're pretty safe at this point. I think he's completely involved with uh, what's going on in the Ukraine. He doesn't really have time to worry about us. But, no, we, we have no foreign ties, so there is no money from China. There's no money from Russia. We are all, um, we are all Americans. Um, most of us in our company have served, uh, been deployed, and come back. So we are, our, our reasoning for doing this are, are noble. And if I can throw the grunt spin on this, um, the acronym FAFO is what we're standing there with a couple fingers in the air saying to anybody that doesn't want this to happen. So the vets and the vets in the group will figure that out. FAFO, FAFO. <laughs> so that's what makes the, the group unique is that, uh, you know, Brian is one individual, Liston is one individual, and everybody in the group, mm -hmm. everybody uh, is an exceptional, you know, veteran, somebody who had exceptional service and does exceptional things after their military service, but collectively as a whole, mm -hmm. which is how we are wired. Mm -hmm. You know, we all went through military training, indoctrination training, and we were wired to operate as a functional unit. Mm -hmm. And so it's together that uh, this has become as powerful as it is now. Yeah. And, and I think Dr. Dave, because he is Dr. Dave, he deserves some credit for, for a lot of this because I know that uh, back, you remember the knockout game when kids were running around knocking people out yeah. from behind? I was, you yeah, know, I this Huntcliffe subdivision story. up here, that happened in that subdivision, the city of Sandy Spring came a pass. But that said, um, there are a lot of people that went through some really, really rough times that where, you know, some people were bad off and it looks like they're going to go into prison. And, you know, you could arguably have said, I was that guy because, you know, a brain injury can make you a pretty salty individual, especially if you've been a grunt. But uh, old Dr. Dave over here really figured some stuff out. So I, I just, you know, and I feel like, um, you know, I personally I'm kind of compelled to make sure that, you know, he's he, he gets credit where credit's due because we wouldn't sit here, we, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about this if Dave didn't take a chance. Let me ask, uh, and as I've said over and over again, we're very pro-veteran, very pro-active duty, mm -hmm. and um, we all have been through uh, our training Crucibles. of some sort. Do you think this, and I'll go from listening to Brian today, do you think this could be done by just 
five people off the street, even if even if they were totally technology oriented and all of that. But there's a there's a, a brotherhood, sisterhood of of military, mm-hmm. and do you think that's played a role in in where you all have come from and going to? So I, I think it plays a huge role. Um, one of the most important things about us as an organization is. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we know how to trust one another. Mm-hmm. We know how to um, know that you need help and not be afraid to ask for it. Mm-hmm. And we all leave our egos at the door right. because we don't. We want this group to be successful, and nobody's standing up saying it's all me. Um, mm-hmm. In civilian life. Um, it was so strange. Every place I ever went, when I was in command, my troops did it, and when it was wrong, it was my fault. That's the way we're bred. When you go to business, it's all about me. I'm the one that did everything right, mm-hmm. and when something goes wrong, it's that guy over there. <laughs> and so it's great to be with That's a group. Who, who do I know in the White House? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, There's yeah, a big piece yeah. of bait. But uh, that's the great thing about this team is we lift each other up, we help each other out, and nobody's standing there pointing at themselves saying, this is because of me. It's mm-hmm. We're all a team effort. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think a technology company might be able to come to the technological agreement, but I don't think they can do the way we've done it, and there. I don't think they can be as good as we can. Yep. And, and to take what he said, I would build on that by saying only a few things. One is that our ability to handle stress, it's very high, so we're not you know, easily scared. Um, but the most fun part, well, the next two were very fun. One, we can talk mad trash to each other and tell each other in no uncertain terms how we think they screwed up. Um, and it works because there's no, well, you could have done this. It's like that was the biggest, you you know, you put it on the table and we all had to sit in it kind of moment like Will Smith. But uh, but finally, the, the thing that I think is really a key here is we've removed, there are no rules with how former NCOs and former officers have to act now. I mean, and I, and I just, the dy- that dynamic with salty NCOs and smart officers, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, the ability to execute, could a tech company go off the street and do this? No, they're not going to execute like we can. And we've got tech and we've got people. And we know how they act. David? <coughs> so, you oh, take, uh, good. <laughs> you take uh, I, uh, any kind of military unit, let's just say a, uh, an infantry platoon, and of the U.S. Army, and the Army tells that platoon, go to this small city in Iraq and build an infrastructure. And everybody kind of looks at each other, and they look at the officer, and they say, well, <laughs> we're not trained to do that, but that's what we've been told to do, and we're going to do it. There's no question of, you know, can we do it, or no, sir, we can't do that. It's going to happen, and there is historical proof of this kind of success. And on the civilian side, is to give a brief example, uh, there is a nonprofit in Texas, uh, and I won't mention the name, but uh, this is a place that uh, focuses on the veterans who are the worst off. They're dealing with severe trauma and addiction, and they have a nine-month program where people go and live there. And the way the program grew was graduates, people who are nine months into their healing and recovery, take over and start running the program. 
And if you think about, you know, the mindset of somebody who's coming out of that type of thing, veterans, military people and veterans can do impossible things because we come together and we just, we, we consider risk and, you know, we're not stupid, you know, we're, we're aware, we're situationally aware, but we just don't accommodate the idea of failure very much at all. Well, we're going to have to, excuse me, we're going to have to take a break right quick and we'll be back with Redoing Voting. Redovoting.com. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio, and we're talking with gentlemen. Well, I know two were grunts, and then there's an officer, so I'll... <laughs> I'll uh, I know the grunts are gentlemen. I, I never, I wasn't an officer, so I can't address. Uh, I know, I know the grunts are, you know, are gentlemen. We are through and through, perfectly, because they always have to salute at officers. That's so, right. You know, sometimes it's more one particular finger than another. But well, you know, this and the other colonel in the group taught me things about colonels that I wasn't aware of when I was actually. I, I'm not sure I'm old enough to find out. <laughs> well, well, I'll let you know. We had to hear it. Fulbright colonels. Are workforces and you know I'll throw some credit in, in Liston's direction again it's you know as we were just talking about like you know if there's something that needs to be accomplished then we're just going to go attack it and Liston is usually leading from the front mm-hmm. oh we have to know a hundred you know thousand page policy and procedure manual mm-hmm. Liston's the one that's going to come back a week later and said he's read the whole darn thing yep Gee. they're workhorses yeah for sure we're not real bright I think but yeah. <laughs> I think, as you're told I, I think so I was uh, infantry for my first 14 years, so I, I am a grunt. I have a CAB, or CIB, and then my last 14, I was a cavalry officer. So I Delta, Alpha, I, Tango. I, I, went from 11, I went from an 11 Alpha, which is what an officer is. Yeah. I went from an 11 Alpha to a 19 Alpha uh, with a CAV designator. And, mm, it uh, burns. Which, again, <laughs> I, 
tanks, you can ride a tank much further than you can walk, and it's easier on your body. I told really. the officers really had it together. They figured out things like that, that they could go on a tank a lot further than they could, and faster probably. Yes. Unless and, you're stuck in mud. And when you bring that tank to a battlefield near you, it it normally wins. It's a, it's a very effective thing. But, uh, and we yeah. can cook our meals on the back deck of the tank. Yeah, so. And you can get dry. I mean, that's great. <laughs> but uh, anyway, David. Now, gentlemen, this is this has been absolutely great one more time. And uh, redoingvoting.com. Redovoting.com. Redovoting.com. And I would like to, tell, to, to ask folks that seriously hit the website. We've had some media articles go absolutely viral. Excuse me, viral. Uh, and we've synthesized over 300 pages of comments. So if you can find something in our frequently asked questions that we didn't answer, email me at brian at redovoting.com. I'd love to hear that question. And if you think you can hack it, Try. Step on up and Putin. send us send us a note and tell us that what you think will work, and we'll show you the error of your ways. We'll be happy to do that. Um, we we feel that this product um, gives one vote for one person, absolutely, in a secure manner, and it it's not able to be messed with during an election. Mm-hmm. I think it's just uh, you know. You all, and I use that good Texas term, you all, or Southern term, but we'll go down in history. I I have no doubt that uh, Mm, your your names will be in history for for changing the, you know, like we've gone through all of this mess of, you know, fraud or fake or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But you all have, you've got the cure. You've got the plan. You've got the cure. You've got the way to do it. It's not just, and you've tested it. Mm-hmm. How many hours of testing do you think you've put in on this? Substantial. We've, uh, so when we test this, this is a nice thing. We can objectively say we've tested this because we do it on cloud servers. We're nerds. So we've been able to fire up clouds and run entire elections. Not only can we prove that it works, and works flawlessly, we can prove our costs to the penny. And, Brian, how many transactions can we manage? Three trillion a second. I'm sorry? Three trillion transactions a second. Three trillion? Yes, sir. Right. So if you think, you know, that because you're in the state of Texas, where you and I both went to college, that you're going to overwhelm our system if everybody votes at 730 in the morning. Try. Impossible. Please, try. Three trillion a second. So we can manage that, and within that three trillion things, we can pull the registrations that aren't real mm-hmm. registrations, mm-hmm. set them aside. So mm-hmm. at the end of the election, not only do you see the votes, but you see how many fake ballots mm-hmm. in real time, or how many people did something that was not right, and because we're using the ability to see where they came from much like the lottery mm-hmm. system does, mm-hmm. if we wanted to, if there were 700 votes that all came out of one building in mm-hmm. Lubbock, Texas, right. we could show up in that building in Lubbock, Texas, and see who's trying to mm-hmm. shake the vote. Yeah, if I could paint a silly picture, this would be very America right now. We could literally fire up voting pools, vote bets in Vegas to see 
which state, who's, how many dead people are voting. I mean, we could go down the road. We could set up pools and, and just it, because we could track this type of fraud in real time to the precinct level. So that's a silly way to say you know those things, precincts reporting. Well, we could not only do precincts reporting, we can do this type of fraud at this precinct, and we can run a list. This precinct has this kind of fraud, dead people voting, this person's voted a thousand times, etc. can make it entertaining. So is there any way to bring in the law sure and yes please 100 percent. if you could find a judge who will take the case we could absolutely do that absolutely there and that's the rubs now with the lottery if they find someone trying to do something illegal with the lottery they actually use that geofencing mm-hmm. um, technology yep. and do send police people there because mm-hmm. each state makes Lots of money on the lotteries, yep. forty-five out of fifty. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, we challenge the politicians who say, "Oh, this won't work." You take the lottery money as the number one funding source for every state with a lottery. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that that funding is in danger and that's that? insecure. I don't think mm-hmm. so. So you can't argue that one. Um, we're saying each voter that's on the registry that is a registered voter gets an opportunity to vote. So that's what the rules say. So we, we've got it secure. We know what the rules are. What other arguments can you have to say that this won't work? Right. Oh, you're not invested in it financially. Oh, well, that's Sorry. another story. The other, We're not going to give you that opportunity. Yeah. And the other pushback we get, and I want to make this real clear, um, to build on, again, what Listen said, is we mentioned the lottery. Every Most states have them. When people, the, the next objection we get is, well, you have to train people to do this. No, you don't. The people that run deliver the lottery tickets, the printers, the processes within the state of Georgia, for example, already exist. So to do this, the state of Georgia next week could literally have this installed by simply ordering the ballots from the exact and all they would have to do is add a line item in the budget to print the ballots when they order the scratch off lottery tickets now you have a new voting system it's that simple we use the kiss principle with two s's keep it simple stupid so it is that simple brian with our two meetings now the one thing that uh, you failed to mention and and i I hope you won't be offended by me asking, but exactly where to, where does Hunter fit in? <laughs> <laughs> well, we couldn't. Like Steve, Stephen tried to get him to do our artwork, but uh, I think he's going to going to become unavailable soon. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you had to. <laughs> I just got carried away. <laughs> Your trouble, David. I, I guess I could have asked her where does Hillary fit in. <laughs> Well, she has to pay her FEC fines for the Russia hoax first, and I'm, I will say that happily because she's but the, criminal. Yeah, none of those people are on our payroll. Right. And again, um, we're not taking money from any foreign countries. Uh, we're not using servers in foreign countries. We'll give you our code. We'll give the code to anybody that wants it. We want everything. Of, we're going to show you our cards mm-hmm. and lay them on the table. Yep. And that way there is no doubt. Um, with Dominion and all the other different voting apps, I'm not going to say they can do the same thing. Um, we're not We're not interested in, in getting any of those things done for us. We, we don't want Hunter Biden. I, do, I don't mm-hmm. want somebody's nephew that that's in Congress. I, we don't want those investors. We yeah. don't want people like that on our team. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and here's the thing. Uh, look, for... Or you turn them over to the doctor, right? That's right. Well, they and then they're... Because the well, they're really screwed because he can fix people, but, man, he can unwind you, too. But, you know, <laughs> so what I'll say is this is, look, so, you know, one, it's risky for me being in a CEO position because I'm prone to saying things. But what I would say is I don't give a damn about the competition. I don't... Dominion, I don't care who they are. It doesn't matter because they're 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 an, they're a horse of the past. They are they are a product of corruption, and as far as I'm concerned, they're not competition. They're criminals that just need to go away. So that's my uh, get in trouble CEO remark for the day. The voice of no. the people. I think uh, again. I think that uh, you all have answered a call of America. Yeah, and the more that people hear about you, that you know, we've got, and I, my best friend lives in. Uh, in fact, we met in a reception uh, many really? years ago, and uh, he lives in Oregon. And I sort of consult with him from the standpoint of, you know, here's what's happening, you know, mm-hmm. here, what's sure. happening there, sure. and people are frustrated. Mm-hmm. God, I mean, they're they're. I've never seen a, the world just uptight. Mm-hmm. Ready, everybody's ready to hit somebody. So much know? so. To your point, and we stopped doing what we were doing in our careers to do this. Well, I think this is, is you know, fantastic. And you're, you all are real Americans. And that once people start hearing about you, the more and more they hear about you, you all will be relieving some of the anxiety. Because... It's not you telling the truth. That's right. It's your software that's... Oh, we're as a conduit. We're just a conduit. And and if you want to, you know, and you hear this radio uh, discussion, and you look at our website and it makes sense to you, Mm -hmm. go ahead and contact your, your state... Governor or your your state your rep- governor, your your state congressmen, your state uh, representatives, secretaries of state, your secretaries of state within your state, and say, hey, I don't feel comfortable with what you're doing with my vote. Mm-hmm. Um, have you looked at this? And ask them. And if they say no, and this is why, take you another be look. concerned because we want we want people to want to vote again because they know with our system their vote counts and we can prove it and their voice is getting recognized and and i think it's time for people that are frustrated to make sure their politicians know they're frustrated and they want to change something and this is a way we change mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. The vote. That's it. Absolutely. It's and, absolutely uh, that. That's the most important tool that we've got. Mm-hmm. And it's one that we can all use. Mm-hmm. Whether you're trained in a shovel or not, you mm-hmm. you still can use the vote. Well, And, David, it's so sad when you talk to somebody and they say, I don't think my vote counts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything. Right. And, you know, I remember standing in Baghdad in 2005 watching people waiting to vote mm-hmm. for the first time yep. ever. And I also remember finding we, we found bodies the next day of people that had their ink on their fingers that mm-hmm. apparently voted for the wrong guy um, in someone's mind but we don't have to worry about that here and your vote should count for something Mm -hmm. with that being said we're going to have to get out of here we've uh, gone through our hour and want to invite you all back and please share this show with your friends and tell them there is an answer you're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.